Island Church in Galveston, Texas, welcomes you to our podcast. Be encouraged by Pastor Rusty Martin as he teaches the Word of God. Now, a lot of times when the Spirit of God begins to move, so many people reach for something to feel. But it's, in reality, the move of the Spirit many times is a move in the knowledge of God in which you become so sure by faith of what you're believing that that it's as if you feel it, that there's almost a knowing on the inside of you. You know, it should be that way for salvation for all of us. But now we're talking about healing. Amen. And tonight I felt like the Spirit of God wanted to emphasize healing in the presence of God. Glory to God. Getting in the presence of God and getting rid of what is attacking your physical body or your mind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Now, there in Acts chapter 2, you don't have to turn there. There's several scriptures rolling around in my spirit that I could refer to. We talked about them this morning, the ones that showed the manifestation of men and women being baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. But you know, there in Acts chapter 2, what was unique about that, that was the inaugural service in which men and women both We're filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So Peter, preaching his inaugural day message for the church or of the church, referred to this event as being the evidence. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. A fulfillment of Scripture, amen, from the Old Covenant, again being fulfilled in the New Covenant, like all of them were about Jesus from the city in which he was born to a virgin conceiving, all of that we know was fulfilled. But now, another reason we should anticipate and expect times in the presence of God like this, in which there are all sorts of things the Lord can be lifted off of you. Amen. <laughs> Glory. I just saw something lift off of someone I thought was cool. <laughs> Amen. So, as the explosion or the invasion into the sensual realm of the Holy Ghost, people heard and saw, many being filled and speaking with other tongues, Peter saying, This is not only that which was spoken by the prophet Joe, but evidence that Jesus is also risen from the dead, seated at the right hand of the Father, and has poured out this which you now, what, see and hear, or experience in the sensual realm, or in the sense realm. Hallelujah. (laughs) So when the anointing begins to move many times, you can sense it. There's just a sensing that it's there. Glory to God. But many times the, the, the activity of that of that spirit that is brooding is dependent upon the faith of those that it's brooding over to reach up into it and pull something down. Glory to God. Amen. Lee and I were in a meeting in Gonzales, Louisiana. We weren't conducting the meeting. Someone else was. 
But a woman behind us was touched by the power of God. Her back, she said her back, she was a, they had put a, a rod in her back because her bones had some disease that, that were brittle and her bones kept breaking. So they had put this rod in her back. And she had got up and hands were laid upon her. And I guess, I guess it was the walk back. What do you think, sweetheart? Maybe the walk back. She figured out something was different. Begin to touch the floor and scream at the top of her voice. Amen. We'll see that same spirit that filled that room, upper room in Acts chapter 2. That same spirit was there that night in Gonzales, Louisiana, which that woman was healed. That same spirit of God. I said, that same spirit of God. So we should expect the same results. The lot, problem with a lot of people, a lot of, a, lot of, a lot of moves of God is there's a lot of sincerity to it, and people tend to have humble hearts. But I'm telling you what we need in this day in 2023 is the power of God in manifestation. People need the power of God to, to just get into them. And, amen. Shake them. <laughs> Shake them. Amen. <laughs> Is shaking me. <laughs> she gives me that. Be careful. She can tell. <laughs> well, where were we? You remember? I didn't think so. Wasn't paying any attention, were you? <laughs> we were talking about Acts chapter 2 and the presence. Now, in that presence that manifested, the need was met. Hallelujah. What was the need? Salvation. Now, this, would, this is what I would call a believer's meeting. Most people that are in here, I can look at you and know you. Believers. Amen? But listen, in a believer's meeting, there should also be needs met. As the Spirit of God moves. In the, in the, spirit, in the realm of the Spirit, people grab hold of these things. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, somebody, somebody, you, you were the one I was talking about. Your neck was all popped up, messed up. And if you check your neck, check, can I say that? Check your neck. I've done said it twice. Hallelujah. My, yeah, my neck feels good. Glory to God. Yeah, that's a lot better. Hallelujah. Man, so, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, we were talking about Acts chapter 2. Amen. Well, the need was salvation. Conviction came by the Holy Ghost. 3,000 people were saved. I'd say that would be effective. Amen, that would be effective. But there were other meetings down through the book of Acts where we see the activity of the Spirit of God where people were healed, set free, even raised from the dead. One guy fell out of a window. Teaching went on into the night. But all through the book of Acts, whatever we saw, remember there at the very end of the book of Acts, uh, the Apostle Paul washed up on an island and was building a fire, just being a servant. Amen. He wasn't waiting for a limo to pick him up. And a snake fashioned itself to its hand. And the Bible says he shook it off into the fire. I've always said, if a snake grabs hold to your hand, make sure you got enough fire in your life to shake it off into. Well, not only that, but a healing revival started that on that island. That guy, that, 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 uh, uh, that ruler's, uh, what was it, mother-in-law or father-in-law was sick. 
of probably a tuberculosis type disease and was healed. There are probably a whole bunch of others because it just, I mean, when they left, the Bible says those people on that island gave them everything they need. Hallelujah. Well, that was the move, the, the, the move of the spirit, the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So God shows us throughout the book of Acts. That's why I called it the book of Acts. You say, what do you mean by that? God's activity in the earth by the Holy Ghost or by the Spirit. By the Spirit of God. Amen. There were two testimonies. I could remember them. Lord, bring them to my remembrance. I'll share them with you. Of people recently healed by, by prayer cloths that I was told about. There may be others, but I don't know. Another, another lady that had come to church shared the, the, the testimony of a wonderful healing her husband had received. There were a couple other testimonies recently. But here's the thing. It's not our testimony of receiving healing. It's our testimony of not having to receive healing. Because we spend time working on the, the displacement ability of the Word and Spirit in our bodies. That's why I'm glad you guys come to church on Sunday night. Most of you come on Wednesday night. Most of you come on Sunday morning. Most of you read your Bible and pray. What is going on? There's a displacement going on in the side of you when one day that displacement's going to be completed, full. You say, what do you mean by that? Everything that was in you, sickness, disease, pain. No, you've been putting the Word in. You've been praying in the Spirit. You've been obeying God and everything that you know to do. You're displacing the law, of, uh, uh, you're, you're displacing the spirit of, uh, of death and sickness and disease with the law of the spirit of life flowing into you. Just like a water glass. We talked about that the other day. Now, once you get that displaced, you keep it displaced. You don't let it go back down. You don't, get, you don't let the tank get uh, empty again. You stay full, filled with the Holy That's right. Thank you, Lord. He reminded me. So, so there's the initial... Kind of connected to what we're talking about this morning. The initial infilling of the Spirit where people receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and speak with other tongues. Which is what? Which is also an invasion into the sense realm. If you're baptized in the Holy Ghost and you speak with other tongues, your sense of touch feels it. Your sense of hearing hears it. Amen? You can see other people looking at you kind of crazy. But there's a whole sensual explosion. Every time that's experienced, we take that for granted. That's God bursting into the sense realm. Now, His provision for our physical bodies, literally, Acts chapter 1, let's get the power of God into the church. Let's get it full of the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 2, they got it. I think it was Roland said this morning, why did 500... Hear that in only 120. Well, that's kind of the way people are. They're spiritually dead, separated from God. But you've heard something a little different. Amen? 120 heard something a little different and got something a little different. But then the next chapter, Acts chapter 3, a man whom they laid at the gate beautiful daily, lame from his mother's womb. Amen? Peter and John going up at the hour of prayer, he looked upon them, expecting to receive something of them. Peter, Peter and John said, silver and gold, have we none? 
but such as we have. And immediately, Jesus the healer showed up, manifested, healed that man, the name of Jesus, taking the place of Jesus being personally present. Now, here's the, here's the key we need to, to get, and then we'll receive communion and see where this goes. That same Jesus, that same Jesus, that same Jesus, his power has not receded nor faded. His ability has not decreased in any way. His word reveals his glory. His spirit, amen, witnesses with your spirit that it is not the facts but the truth of God. No matter what the facts may be upon the earth, there's a truth in that book that overcomes it. We are the instruments on the earth that receive and refract and reflect the glory of God. Listen to me, church. God in no way is trying to withhold anything from anybody. Absolutely not. Quit questioning why you have not received yet and begin to thank him that you have received. Quit questioning why you still have the pain, why the doctor still says it's there, why you still have the symptoms, and start thanking God that you believe you receive and you shall have it. Begin to challenge the spirit realm. Begin to challenge the unbelief and the doubt. Begin to declare that Jesus is your Savior, your healer, your baptizer in the Holy Ghost, your all in all, and your soon coming king amen instead of the devil tormenting your mind you need to start tormenting his mind you need to give him something to think about every day come on church it's time to catch another gear amen it's time to take your foot off the brake Move into the things of God like you never have before in your life. What a day and hour. What a day and hour. Glory to God. Now lift your hands again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody that for a while you've only breathed out of one side of your nose. You know, if you'll just start breathing out of that other side, you'll see that God's healed you. <laughs> Hallelujah. That would be a strange sensation, wouldn't it? Thank you. We receive that in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, in His presence, what do you need from God? What do you need the Lord to do for you? What is it in your personal walk with God that you need from the Lord to enhance that walk? That you need the Holy Ghost to help you receive? That the Word of God, that Word, that Word, that Word, that Word, that Word would be made flesh in your life. Yes. Begin to declare. This is the atmosphere. This is the atmosphere. Woo! Yes, this is the atmosphere. 
Spirit of God. Yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Yes, Lord, we will. You've not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Thank you that we're not subject to fear. Not subject to fear. Not subject to fear. Not subject to fear. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm -mm -mm. Glory to God. Glory to God. There's some springtime allergies that several have suffered with for many years. This needs to be the last of it. This is your window to declare, I'm not allergic. I'm healed. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing things to exacerbate allergies, to strengthen allergies. Be careful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Take care of yourself. Yeah, the Bible says it like this. Take heed to yourself. Take heed to yourself. Hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Much is working in the Spirit. Stand in faith and believe. Don't let the enemy back you off of what the Word of God empowered you to believe. Don't let the enemy back you off of what the Word of God has empowered you to believe. Don't let the enemy, through thoughts, through setbacks, through disappointments, the clock, the calendar, no, don't let the enemy rob you of what belongs to you. Steal from you that which was purchased for you. Stand in faith. Believe you receive. You shall have it. You shall have it. Ha <laughs> ha, you shall have it. You shall have it. Glory to God, you shall have it. Woo, glory. You shall have it. Ha <laughs> ha, you shall have it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. My, my. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. Let me read in 1 Corinthians 
I've been aware lately of our need as believers to stay clean. Everybody say, stay clean. Say, what does that mean? It means you make sure in your life. Number one, make sure that you are not actively practicing sin. I ought to get a better amen than that. Woohoo! Amen. You say, why not? Man, that swings the door wide open for the, te- for the devil to come in and set a fire on your face then stomp it out with a golf shoe. That's just what he'll do. Leave you in pain so you don't practice sin. But your sins are forgiven because of that which Jesus has done. But you appropriate that forgiveness into your life when you make a mistake. You shouldn't be actively practicing sin. But is anybody here besides me? I've had to live with Leah, so I've observed this. (laughs) Made a mistake. Missed the mark. Sinned. Amen. Well, the issue is really not the sin. It's what you do about it. Because when you got born again, the sin nature was taken out of you. Your sins were remitted, all your sins, past, present, and future. But God has given us the doctrine of forgiveness to the believer. Amen. But not only that, it walks hand in hand with the doctrine of repentance or the ability to turn from and walk from things that get you in trouble. That always gets me in trouble. Quit doing that. My goodness. I mean, it doesn't take long if you keep doing things that cause pain in your life to figure out what it is. Amen. And there's that merry-go-round of temptation. Amen. The fall, the great fall. Then the condemnation and the guilt. Boy, then the devil has his heyday in your mind as he tells you how, you know, what a horrible person you are and you don't deserve anything, especially heaven or the blood of Jesus. But then you come finally, a little piece of light breaks through, gets in there and starts working around. (laughs) Isn't that right? Bores a little light hole in there. And you have one of those oh moments. Oh. Oh. Amen. So I've been kind of praying like this. Heavenly Father, help me to stay clean. My my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Jesus, we saw in the Gospels that when you threw out all of the bad stuff, then all the people with the problems came and got help. So I do it like this. Lord, if I've, if I've done anything, and I try to think, if I have, I'll, I'll confess it to him. He said, well, what have you done? None of your business. You can't do anything about it. Amen. So I say, forgive me. I'll admit it. I found out it's better to ask for forgiveness and be restored and repent than it is to plead your little old case and your excuse of why you did some stupid thing. 
Well, Looney's just beginning. Oh, shut up. You did it. Plead guilty. Throw yourself on the mercy. The mercy. That's where the blood is, on the mercy seat. It's not over there in the witness stand. Things I should have done but didn't. Sins of omission. Lord, what did, where did I miss it? Was I somebody I should have called or encouraged or an offering I should have given? Did I miss you? Always make sure. You say, well, how do you know? If you'll make sure all the time, then when you do something, you'll know it. But if you never check up. Three quarters of the healing Miracles in the Gospels, Jesus also forgave their sin, showing us the sin connected to the sickness. In the great declaration of independence in Isaiah 53, our independence, our freedom from sin, sickness, and, and bondage, he was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquities. That's, that all has to do with sin. The iniquities removed, all the sins. But if you sin, he is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So, Father, we do. We prepare ourselves to receive the communion implements tonight. That our heart would be right. That we would judge ourselves and not others. We ask you to forgive us. If we've not walked in love, if we've erred into doubt or unbelief, where we've been apathetic or complacent, where you've spoken and we've not listened. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us. Our faith is in the blood of Jesus, fresh upon the mercy seat. Lord, sins of omission, that which we should have done. Forgive us. Father, we ask for the power from your word by revelation and understanding and by your spirit to repent from any weakness that causes us to be tripped up, to miss the mark, to stumble. Thank you, Father, that you rescue your children. As we receive communion tonight, let there be manifestations of your spirit in the lives of men and women who by faith believe they receive. Whether it be healing or deliverance, yeah, thank you, Lord, or the riddance of guilt. Let everyone that leaves this place tonight leave with the knowledge that they will not be punished because Jesus took their punishment. Hallelujah. Does everybody have a uh, communion package here? If you don't lift your hand, the ushers can bring one to you real quick. Bring them uh, to the butlers. There's one uh, young lady back here too, Danny. Anyone else, guys? We invite anybody to receive communion. If you're born again, you're, you're a believer. Praise God. And we love you. Anyone else? Everybody cool? Let me read out of 1 Corinthians. Let 
The Apostle Paul writes to us in verse 23, 1 Corinthians 11. He said, I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, everybody say the Lord Jesus, the same night in which, he's, in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and he said, Take, eat. This is my body. Everybody say body. Which is broken for you. This do ye in remembrance of me. Now the communion ordinance in the church. should mean a whole lot more to us because it is literally taken from or chiseled from the engineering of the Passover celebration in which these symbols and implements of Jesus the Messiah, they not knowing his name at the time, we didn't know it till the angel told it to Mary. Amen. But they had already made provision and preparation where if there was the Messiah in their presence or midst, they would know it by the way he would act at a Passover celebration. This was the third he'd had with his disciples. Amen. Now, Peter, exploding with revelation in Matthew chapter 16, was the one that declared thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, saw him in the Spirit saw him in his deity, revealed by God, uncovered by the Father. So that last Passover, when he reached and took that showbread and began to break it and hand it to the disciples, that was the piece of showbread that was always left. That was the Passover, Passover loaf. See, that Passover loaf, cup of Messiah, set in a special place on the table, was never touched. No one ever reached for that. No, no one ever. It was set on the table in great honor, great holiness. Usually the cup was one of the most precious possessions the family would have. Usually made out of gold, silver, and jewels. Never touched. Until that afternoon or that evening when Jesus reached over and grabbed it. So we see not only this symbolism acted out, but also we know that now in the new covenant in which we live, when we celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection, that's what communion is. It's the celebration, putting in remembrance of God who came down, got in a human body, and let himself be broken in a horrible way to assimilate everything wrong with us so that we might have everything glorious with him, even his eternal, everlasting life. Wow. I used to hear Brother T a lot. He used to say, wow, say it backwards, wow. That's where I got that from, amen. Wow. But then you realize all of this and that, that it started with the, with the blood on the doorpost, the symbolism of the blood of the Lord Jesus on the doorpost of our hearts. In our prayer, prayers we've been praying in prayer and intercession many times here over the last few months, we've been rebuking premature death through accidents or disease. You say, why? When I see the blood, I will pass over. I will pass over. Hallelujah. So if you will, very carefully, take the top off of the host part or the bread part. And let me, let me pray and then we'll receive. Oh, my goodness. Mm. 
Listen, 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 listen. Be forgiven. And don't walk. Don't walk in sin. Be forgiven. And don't walk in sin. Be forgiven. And don't walk in sin. Hallelujah. Now, hold that host or that piece of bread in your hand. Let me pray. Father, we come tonight as a church purchased by the blood of your Son. That blood which resides upon the mercy seat even now in heaven itself. A physical testament. A physical testament for the entire universe to see that the love of God surely brought salvation to the fallen human family. Jesus, tonight we honor you and your body that was broken for us. And we acknowledge that the broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ has broken the power of the devil over our lives. No iniquity, no sin pattern, no desire or appetite of the flesh can rule over our lives. No sickness or disease can find a place of lasting habitation. For we declare by the broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ, every person here is healed in Jesus' name. Jesus, we love you. We honor you tonight. And in great honor and respect of your body that was broken, we break it and receive of it in Jesus' name. Now carefully open the juice part of it. Be very careful. Jesus speaking here again in 1 Corinthians says, after the same manner also he took the cup. When he had subbed saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye, as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Now you got to understand something, church. These guys had been with Jesus. They had heard the arguments between he and the lawyers. And those that were, those that were, you know, lawyers back then, they're not like lawyers today, they were like priests. They were, they were lawyers in the, in the Levitical law is what they were. And he never lost an argument. He left them all dumbfounded. They knew this guy was something different. They knew it. I said, they knew it. Nobody talked like him. Nobody, nobody held themselves like him. Nobody talked of God like he talked of God. Amen? Nobody talked of God. Nobody ever called. That's why well, so, many, so many of them got mad at him because he called him Father. He introduced us to the Father. Now, in this communion, this Passover celebration they were having, he had done that with the bread. Then he reached over and grabs the cup of the Messiah, which held the wine in it. And he makes the statement. Now, notice, he said, after the same manner, after the same manner, in the same way, he took the cup when he had subbed, saying, this cup 
is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Man, he is fulfilling huh, tons of Old Testament prophecy. He is fulfilling things that were said about him from the days of the fall. That the seed of the woman, here's the seed of the woman, he's getting ready to bruise the head of the serpent. Whoa. Could you imagine? I imagine those disciples sat there. I don't know what their demeanor or their emotional state might have been. But I'm telling you, in the spirit realm, there was some shaking going on. I mean, the demons, when they would see Jesus upon the earth, they would go into instant submission. What are you doing here before the time? They knew who he was. And they could see like a magnet, like, a, like you'd take a magnet and stick it into a bucket of metal shavings and that magnet would begin to affect every one of those metal shavings. Jesus began to assimilate every sin, every sickness, every disease, every addiction, every depravity of mankind begin to come to his mortal soul and begin to connect itself to him. And truly he was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. By his stripes we were healed and his blood was poured out as a sacrifice lamb that we might be cleansed and made whole it ain't hard to serve God church when you see the love and goodness of God it's hard not to it's not hard to get get healed church when you see the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ that was made it's easy to get healed it's not hard to be delivered when you see your deliverer in the glory of his deliverance you're delivered you're free whom the son sets free is free indeed. Jesus, we worship you tonight. It is your blood that ran down your forehead, out of your hands, out of your feet, out of your side. It's your blood that coagulated under the skin, bruised. It's your blood. It's your blood that you carried into the Holy of Holies. It's your blood that remains there defiant against time, space. <laughs> Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. We honor you, Jesus. We receive of the cup in Jesus' name. Whew, my goodness. Hallelujah. Now, stay in this beautiful atmosphere of worship. We want to worship God with our giving. I have I said this the last time, and I'm going to reiterate it. The Lord has just impressed upon me that when we receive communion, to do it in the light, when we give our offerings, to do it in the light of 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Our offerings should be worship. We worship God with our giving. So on my check, I wrote out the amount. Island Church signed it. I did it last time, last month, and I'm doing it this month. I, I wrote grace. You say, well, I'm sowing. Believing God. Verse 8. 2 Corinthians 9 says... Glory. God is able 
to make all grace abound toward you. That you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Man, let me read that again. That's so good. Where, let me read the Amplified. Yeah. God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come in abundance to you so that you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, oh, glory, listen to this, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in Him, and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. So I say grace. Everybody say grace. Anybody going to need some grace this week? I need some grace this week. Grace for me. Grace for my assignment here at Island Church. Grace for my coming assignment in Mexico. Grace for, for the church to, to, to operate, function, increase in the midst of decrease. Step forward when others are stepping back. Hallelujah. Hold your offering up. Say this out loud. Heavenly Father, I sow according to 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8. Tonight, my offering appropriates for me a grace that brings a sufficiency in all things. Thank you, Lord, for a sufficiency of strength this week. A sufficiency of protection. A sufficiency of blessing. A sufficiency of healing. That I am filled up and overflowing with all the good things of God. The divine nature is operating in my life. I am. I am escaping the corruption that is in this world through the lust of evil men and the devil himself. Thank you, Father, for your grace, an ever-increasing grace coming upon my life. Hallelujah. Now, how many would need, you're in the midst of a situation or a circumstance, I don't know if you're buying or selling a piece of property, amen, or maybe needing to purchase a vehicle, maybe needing to get a loan for a business venture or something, but there needs to be a breakthrough in a financial situation right now in your life. How many is like that? Raise your hand. Oh, that's a lot of people. Amen. So I, I, I sense very strongly in my spirit that the rest of this month, we're going to begin to see those this month. And breaking on into the spring, we're going to begin to see things springing up with new life. Uh, this morning, I believe it was, the Lord showed me financial streams beginning to develop, more financial streams for people in the church. How many receive that in Jesus? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So tonight, tonight, so toward that grace. So toward that grace. Stand on your feet, if you will. Praise the Lord. We have refreshments and things to eat and fellowship in the back. Be sure and hang around a little while. Get to know some of us. We're not near as crazy as we look. Hallelujah. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I can't speak for everybody. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Let me pray and we'll pray a prayer of dismissal. Father, thank you so much for this service tonight. We're refreshed.
We've drinking. We've drunk of your, of your presence and your spirit, Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. Your joy is our strength, Lord. Thank you for the coming week. No evil befalls us. No plague comes nigh us. Angels have charge over us. We glorify your holy name. Thank you for the witness of our heart. Let us be stirred. Recognize and realize for many, for many that are around us every day, we are an answer to their prayer, a problem to the devil attacking their life, a miracle in their life. Let us be aware. Let us know. Let us experience it, Lord. Hallelujah. Fathers, we leave tonight. We leave walking in love and faith towards you. Thank you that our food and fellowship are blessed. Thank you that as we fellowship, the blood of Jesus is activated. And the knowledge and expectancy of punishment is removed. Thank you, Father, for eternal life. Lord, as we leave tonight, we walk in faith and love towards you and love toward one another. Thank you for our church. We leave as the ambassadors of Christ you called us to be. Thanking you, Lord, here at Island Church, covered by the blood, hired by the word, joined by the Thank you for listening to Island Church's podcast. To find out more information about Island Church in Galveston, Texas, visit our website at islandchurchgalveston.com.